We'll do it live! Fuck it! Do it live! Welcome to the Mouthpiece, episode 37, year two. Today, we're going to talk about the world. What's going on? What's going on in the sports world? What's going on in the poker world? Whatever you all want to talk about, call on in. The Mouthpiece is next. What up, what up? As you can see, I, I got my uh, mask on in my house because uh, I'm in fear of the coronavirus because the entire world is in fear for no reason. So uh, I'm here just kind of making fun of everybody because uh, it's a fucking joke. Now, the virus is real. The fucking craziness the media is going on is not so with that said how's it all going tonight guys so anyways um it's uh just trying to make a little fun about, about uh these fucking morons and uh what they're all worried about so uh let's just uh god it's been a crazy week um they they brought some guy back from the dead to run for president against Trump. Um, and they're going to try and pass this off on the American people as a guy that doesn't have dementia and knows what's going on because they had no other choice. They had just a bunch of morons running. So they went and they left Joe Biden five months ago for dead. He had like two million in his campaign. They realized nobody else had any chance. And they circled the wagons on a dead man walking, which is, I think, elderly abuse, to be honest with you. I mean, he really doesn't know where he's at most of the time. And I mean that sincerely. I'm not, not as somebody who's pro-Trump. I'm just saying that as uh, just what's going on in the world. So um, I am uh, getting ready to head to Bay 101 on Monday. Uh, I might actually leave Sunday night and play the 1K, uh, stay the night over at Phil's house, and then uh, go and spend um, the rest of the time in the hotel right by the Bay 101. Uh, so it should be fun. Um, I'm looking forward to it. It's probably my f- second favorite tournament of the year. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, I guess you t- beside the 10K 08 at the WSOP, uh i go Bay 101, the second, and the main event, third. Um, I really love the Bay 101 shooting stars. It's because, uh, you know, they um, they may, they have like 50 shooting stars, 225 people satellite their way in, and um, then they have 25 other seats. All right, we got a call right away. Let's see what everybody has to say. What's up? Welcome to the Mouthpiece. This is Mike. How's it going, Mikey? This is oh, Mark it's, from North Carolina, man. I've called uh, in a few times. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing good, man. I'm just uh, making fun of the fucking world going crazy about the coronavirus. That's all. <laughs> um, so uh, how much did you um, how much did you take uh, how much action did you get on uh, with Timex at twelve to one? I had a friend that wanted to bet um like to win a million dollars. The Timex said he would only take up to two hundred and fifty thousand. Uh so uh yeah. we're actually uh my friend's uh, deciding uh, if he's going to do it or not. 
uh, I think it's, I just think it's funny because like I, I put out the stats, you know, um, if you're yeah. under the age of 40, you have a 0.02% of dying from coronavirus. Okay. 80% of the people at the world series are under 40 years old. If you're my age, you have 1.3%. Uh, you know, I don't run good enough for that to happen, so I'll live. I'm not worried about it. <laughs> well, I like those odds. Yeah, and so. Um, so I, I, I just I watch the poker world just in fear, and no, everybody's afraid to leave their house. Like anywhere you go, it's like like everything's empty. They're all afraid to leave their house because the media has put everyone in fear. Now I think it's just disgraceful, and. Um, I'm not saying that it, you shouldn't wash your hands and and be careful what's going on, but uh, but like the end of the fucking world is uh, is something. I mean, that's what they're they portray it like. It, they're crazy, you know. It, it's surprising to me uh, with all the bullshit we've seen from media, they still have this much influence. No, they it's it's unbelievable. I mean, I'll give Trump credit; he is. The, some like somebody asked what the greatest part of his presidency has been. They said exposing the fake news media for what they are, and it's pretty true, you know. But yeah, uh, absolutely, I, I just don't understand. Um, maybe you can help me out here. Uh, why is it that they that Trump is like telling everybody be calm, everything's going to be okay, this will pass, and then. The crazy media says, oh, oh, no, 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 this is going to last for years. This is the worst. Well, I, we know why they're doing it, but but I don't. Yeah. Wh- why would you want? And then you have poker players like tweet out about, oh, look, Trump says everything's going to be fine. Look, look, look what he's doing. He's lying to the American people. Uh, that's what a leader does. Should he get on? Maybe he should get on the. TV. Everybody panic. Everybody yep. stay in your house. Don't leave. We're fucked. You're, we're all fucked. Guns. That's what they want. I, I don't understand what they want out of the guy. I mean, call they him They want bad things to happen. They want bad things to happen while he's the man in the hot seat so they can blame it on him yeah. and beat him in November because they have, they have no policy advantage over him. They have to find something else. Yeah, they have. Here's the thing: they're, they're running on nothing, absolutely nothing. Exactly. You know. Yeah. It's I like mean, I, I just, I just don't understand. Like, honestly, like the biggest shock. I've been following politics pretty religiously for five years, and there's sure. a lot of things I agree with Trump on, a lot of things I don't. But how do they? Sure. Like, h- how can they prop up a guy that? doesn't know where he's at. I mean, if you watch any... Well, here's the thing. 47% of the people who voted on Tuesday didn't even make up their minds to Tuesday. That means that none of them have been watching the debates for the last eight months that shows that Joe Biden is fucking brain dead. I mean, I don't even... It's... it's, I I talked to some insiders, and, and they were telling me they know Joe Biden can't win. It's all about saving the House. That's what it's all about. They're yeah, all the down in. Ballot. It's yeah. all about the down ballot because they know what they put a commie up. Right. That the down ballot is going to get massacred. Correct. And they will. And Trump will suddenly have a supermajority. Right. They're they're fucked. Then. Correct. So they're they're not they're going all out to politically damage him as much as he can. That's why Bloomberg and Steyer spent all those money 
which if they weren't running for president, it would have been against campaign finance laws. So they went around that to try and damage him. And now they're trying to damage, connect him to he's not doing a good job with the coronavirus or whatever. So they're doing that. They know they can't win the presidency. They, it's just all about down ballots. Yeah. And that's all it's about, you know? Yeah. So, uh, and you know. I mean, I guess, and to a certain degree, that's intelligent because they're, they're doing what they can to save what they can. Um, with that said, if you had to pick an opponent for Trump, would you take Biden, the Alzheimer's, th- borderline Alzheimer's patient, or would you take the commie? I think Biden is going to be easier to beat than Bernie. I, 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 first, I really do. Probably. probably. Because, yeah, because, Bernie has a lot of grassroots support. Right. Bernie's got huge grassroots support. And and Biden doesn't even have any support. But but now you, you hear, here's a funny thing, is you see um, uh, their video that came out from March of 2019 where Bloomberg is just bashing Biden, how, oh, he's on an apology tour and and he's not all there. And uh, and then what does Bloomberg do? He does the exact same thing. He goes, goes, I'll never apologize for anything I've done. What did he do? He went on an apology tour and tried he tried to buy the nomination because he knows that that Biden's not all there. They all know that. And so now, you know, we talk about grassroots organization like uh, Bloomberg had set up a multi-gazillion dollar you know thing and now he's going to use all those people to push biden now is that even legal are you even allowed to do that uh, i mean not they, a lawyer couldn't tell i, I mean they're, i guess they're allowed to do whatever they want so it doesn't really matter uh but um yes i know it's a lot more contagious than the flu but 140 fucking people have it in the united states do these people don't understand? Yep. Two hundred people a day die from the flu. We have one hundred and forty people infected and eleven people dead over three weeks. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah, just I know. that's I, it. And how about here's what bothers me the most? Okay, there's over a hundred sure. people a day that are dying on the streets in California that are homeless, that are shooting up, that are dying from fucking heroin overdoses. Why? Why the fucking politicians do nothing about? the fucking disgrace they've turned California into. And I'm not just saying this. I have a cousin had to move because his daughter, and he lived in a rich area of California because the daughter couldn't play in the streets because the homeless people, there's needles everywhere. So he had to move more to the center of the valley. Okay? So, I mean, it's real what's going on there. But the fucking Gavin Newsom's of the world, just, they put out, he puts out... um, a state of emergency for California for the coronavirus. They have 20 fucking cases yeah. out of 9 million people. Give me a fucking break, man. Just, I know, it's amazing. Know. Um, but, yeah. if, but if they admit that the homeless problem is as big a problem as it is, they'll have to take a responsibility for their policies, and they're never going to do that. Yeah, exactly. You know, I just, I so, just, listen, I know the coronavirus is real. Nobody's denying it's re- not real. And nobody sure. is denying that it's very contagious. Okay. But the facts are the chance of you dying if you're under the age of 50 is 0.2 to 3%. Okay. Yeah, uh, I can live with that. It's an, it, it attacks older people. And so it's very important. People like my dad, my dad's got a, you know, He's got the t- heart problems and lung problems. So it's very important that I go over there. You wash your hands. You, you're very careful to not spread anything, sure. you know. But, um, you know, uh, the one thing is is people don't understand is this was created by China, 
okay? Yep. People need to ask themselves, why was this created by China? Was this an accident or was it done on purpose? You see what I'm trying to say? And this is, have you seen all the Umbrella Corporation memes? Yeah, yeah, I have. I have. And and, and it's just 95% of, uh, uh, I got to go because I got another call. Uh, 95% okay. of, um, of our medication is made in China. So basically they have control oh, over our entire population. How scary is that? Pretty scary. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, before you before you go, one quick question: Why sure. weren't you at the GPI collecting some awards, man? Oh, that's exactly why we're running a show tonight. Because uh, you know uh, the, they have the fake awards over at the uh, over there, and um, we weren't even nominated for top podcast. That's okay. We you only be best podcast. we only have more people that follow our show uh, than any other. Fuck any forget everybody person in poker, but any other person in. Jesus, we're like top hundred sports podcasts. So uh, we didn't even get nominated for that. Um, our videos so weren't even put in the top four, which is a joke. Uh, but it's all political. Oh, yeah, the market yeah, it's all political. You know, if it's all not not just not 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 political like um, like regular political, but political like no, who, yeah, who you like, know, like yeah, yeah, who you know in the poker world. It's you know like. You know, Jack, who runs the WSOP, I, when I saw him a couple months ago and I told him, like, we weren't even up for top pot or whatever. And he's like, Mike, those fucking awards are all themselves nominating themselves and telling them how great they are. They're, he goes, they're not even real. I yeah. said, and so he made me feel a lot better because for a while I was like, I didn't even want to do the podcast anymore. I was like so so upset about being snubbed like that. So whatever yeah, because i do this for the fans snub, we love you we yeah love i do this i do this for the fans i don't really give a shit about uh you know anything else i just i love my fans so anyways gotta go thanks a lot too, you care. got it buddy take care thanks Have for calling one, man you got it later bye yeah so um you guys anyone wants to call in we're live um we're talking about the world uh lakers milwaukee bucks tonight uh seven thirty. Uh, uh, you know, basketball. Right. Oh, we got another caller. Well, welcome to the mouthpiece. This is Mike. What up? What up? What up? Who's this? Hey, so it's uh, it's Matt. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. What's up, buddy? Hey, so I just I figured I'd call in because you know everybody's in a panic about the coronavirus. Yeah, and it's a joke. I think you're you're saying that the death rate is less than a lot of the other diseases that are out there, right? More right. people are going to die from the flu. Right. It's nowhere near as bad as uh, as things like Ebola. But what I think the biggest problem is is that we're literally seeing our economy basically tank. Right. Because everybody is getting all afraid of this. So people are canceling their travel. Companies right. Their and, and why are people getting all afraid of this? You have to ask yourself, Why? Because the media is doing this. Why are the media doing this? There's a major election coming up in eight months. What is Trump running on? The economy. What is China? You know, that's that's what the president thinks, right? He's really mad at MSNBC because MSNBC comes on and they they tell everybody to get all worried about this thing. And that makes it worse for the economy. But the reality is, is that people have been tired of turning on their television and seeing the same old politics, the same old Trump bashing, the same useless politicians. So the media now has coronavirus right. to talk about, and they can keep running it 24-7, 
pulling yeah. the ratings, pulling the advertisers, and it makes them a ton of money. Yeah, absolutely what's going on. And you know what's funny is I, as, as a good friend of mine, and uh, uh, Andrew Barber, he's, he's on the left, but he's a poker player. I really like him a lot. You know, he puts something out like, Oh, the coronavirus fake. I hope everybody at the Trump rally gets one. And I said, you're a disgusting human being. Don't call me anymore. Right. He's like, that's not what I meant. He's I'm like, he's like, well, Trump, they don't show the coronavirus on Fox. I go, what are you talking about? Every person on Fox talks about the coronavirus. The only thing is they're not putting the whole world into a panic at 24 seven like CNN and MSNBC are doing because that's all they have. I, I mean, at least you understand what's going on. It's so obvious. You know what I mean? I mean, it's like one plus one is two, you know? Yeah. And and here's the thing about it, though. You know, the fear begets more fear, right? So right. people who weren't too worried about it, they suddenly start hearing that uh, the local supermarket is running out of stuff. Right. Because everybody's, you know, all afraid. So then they go out because they're like, well, I want to make sure I get stuff in case this goes right. bad and there's nothing left. Right. So they go out and do that. So if you're like a supermarket, you know, Costco, stuff like that, maybe you're not getting hit too bad right now. But, you know, airline companies, travel companies, um, even cities like uh, – so, so I work in healthcare technology. Right. Uh, our big conference is Hims. It's in Orlando. They cancel it next week. And the president was actually supposed to speak there. But they canceled the entire thing. So now, you know, 40,000, 50,000 people – aren't going to Orlando. They're not going to be staying in hotels. They're not going to be going out to mm-hmm. restaurants. Right. That hurts all those people that rely on the tips. You know, it right. hurts the cooks, uh, the servers. And then on top of it, there's all the, um, you know, all the vendors that come in and do events around that. All that stuff's going to get canceled. Or what, wiped what, out. So, I just so don't understand. Okay. I know that it's very contagious and it could be bad. Okay. But it will take a year just to get as many cases of the flu and as many people who die from the flu, it, to get 200 people a day dying from coronavirus, it would take a year, right? Six months, maybe? And even, I mean, that's if there's nothing done. It, I mean, and that's if the world, world epic, that's a total epidemic. I don't, I don't understand. This is, I mean, can you imagine if MSNBC and CNN were naming the 200 people a day that die from the flu? Or the hundred people a day laying on the streets in California that are dying from fucking disease-infested shooting up heroin. I mean, it's a fucking joke. Well, that's no, the thing. The, you know. You know that, that's the thing. The, the opioid crisis kills a lot of people, right? But there's there's not a, a huge opportunity to uh, get people to start tuning into the TV all the time to hear about what's bad with with opiates and right. what's causing people to die. Right? Of course not. But you get something like coronavirus and you can throw people into a panic because people, there's people who think that, you know, there's all these different conspiracy theories, but there's people who think this is uh, the coming of an apocalypse and <laughs> kill off, you know, half of the earth. They're crazy, dude. And, it's a nothing, please. They have, they, yeah, they already have a vaccine for it, but they have to wait a few months to get it approved, please. Right. Well, yeah. that's, that's the thing too. I mean, the, you know, they're fast tracking the approval process, which, yeah. It's interesting because you got all these other diseases where it takes years of clinical trials right. and years of research to get something approved, mm-hmm. and then the drug is ridiculously expensive. Well, if they can fast-track this, why can't they fast-track some of these other things so people who need it can get care? But, um, you know, I guess you've probably heard uh, they're talking about potentially trying to cancel 
sporting events like the Boston Marathon, yeah, yeah it's know, a joke. World Series of Poker, that sort of stuff. Yeah. And again, all that's going to do is just tank the economy, and then we actually end up with a recession, not mm-hmm. because a huge amount of people are dying, but because everybody gets afraid, they don't go out and spend any money, and they just mm-hmm. sit at home. And what? And, w- and what would a recession do? Well, it would fucking damage fucking Trump massively. Okay. And what is, and what does China have to do to save $5 trillion in the trade fucking war that Trump's got against them? There you go. They have to take him out. Okay. This is fucking as obvious as any. I'm not trying to be a conspiracy theorist, but it's just, it can't be more obvious. But people don't know what's going on in the world. You're very educated. You know what's going on. I know what's going on. But the average people work nine to five, they turn on the news. They, this is all they hear is the fear, fear, fear. You see what I'm saying? So that's all they're going to think. Yeah. And and you know, even, even people who are pretty well educated Mm -hmm. are still getting afraid. I mean, I, I, I talk to people all the time that, you know, they've got degrees from top 100 colleges. They've got their master's degree from MIT or, or even Harvard. Right. You know, I, so I live in the, in the Northeast, so you got a lot of people who went to those sort of schools, and they're all starting to get in fear. And then you got, you've got, you know, CEOs and uh, business leaders that are telling their staff, hey, we got to close down the office. Hey, we got to stop employees from traveling because coronavirus is out there. But here's the thing. It's like, wh- why? Why the fear? You have to ask, you know, why, why what's, it, what's it gonna do to change? You can't change the outcome of what's going on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. And that's the thing. I mean, you know, the most, the smartest thing people can do in terms of precautions yeah. is to actually just follow like good hygiene that you should do anyway, right? Like wash your hands properly. Like, yeah, that's you know, all. If, you, if you're going around touching a bunch of stuff in public before you eat anything, wash your hands this isn't brand new stuff this is stuff that they've been telling people you should do since like 19 you know 50 or whatever those yeah. washing your hands um basic hygiene stuff that if everybody did it anyway they'd probably be better off overall in their life yeah well but you- now because it's all of a sudden the new important thing you have hand sanitizer and soap selling out in the store right with the thing i'm worried about the most is uh is like what i've been reading is the hospitals are going to be overrun by anybody who gets coughed. They're going to run to the hospital and people who need those beds are, are going to need them. That's the most thing to worry about more than anything. I mean, I just, I, I know that it could be bad. You need to wash with it. But, but the thing is just think how bad it would have been when, the left called Trump a racist when he closed the borders January 24th to China, okay, and didn't allow flights in or out. Just think how bad it would be if he would have kept those flights coming in and out. You know what I mean? But that they will never talk about that. So um, it just damaged Trump 24-7 nonstop, do whatever you can to destroy him, you know, but that's that's fine, you know. The more they try and damage him, the stronger, the stronger his um, army becomes, you know, and that's that's right. a fact. Yeah, you know that, you know, and that's that's what's going to happen. So this election, you have people that they would have voted for the Democrats, mm-hmm. but they feel like the Democratic Party is pulling out all the stops to basically screw Bernie yet again. Yeah. And so now they're saying, well, you know what, if, if they're not going to if they're going to act this way, they're either going to not vote or they're going to vote for Trump. And I think that well, the, yeah. some of their recent antics have handed 
uh, handed the election to to President Trump. But you brought up a real good point about people rushing to the hospital and they don't need to. So I used to work in prior to my current job. I actually worked for a company called Epic Systems out in Wisconsin. They do healthcare records, mm-hmm. and I spent a lot of time in hospitals and in emergency rooms and. Probably about 70% of people who show up to the emergency room don't really need to be there, especially when you look at at a weekend. These are people that they come in with, you know, someone says, I've had back pain. Well, the back pain's been going on for two weeks, but they decided to come in on Sunday night. Right. Right. They could have just went to their normal doctor. You got people that come in with common colds. You got people that come in with um, not even uh, like... uh, you know, the people thing coming with random, like, you know, my foot hurts. And what it is, is that a lot of people time with basically people want an excuse to not have to go to work or school come Monday. Mm-hmm. So they show up on the weekend in the emergency room or they show up for non-emergent stuff. And that just kills the system because it, it forces, like you said, you know, they're taking up beds that should go to people who might actually need them. Right. They're wasting the doctor's times. And uh, well, that, you're that... actually likely to get sick going to the hospital because if you're you're healthy then you go in there and you're surrounded by people who might legitimately be sick i i just i just keep putting out stuff to fucking to to on twitter to to battle against the narrative that they got going on and and to show that this panic like can you imagine like like if you're under 60 years like okay so between 50 and 60 i got a 1.3 percent chance of dying if i uh if I get it, okay, that's uh, uh, a one-outer uh, back-to-back hands in poker, okay? So I'll take my chances there. And under 50, it's like 0.3% to 0.2%, and the entire world's in panic over this. I just don't even understand yeah. the panic. Well, I do. I know what's going on. I mean, I walked into a Walgreens. They're all wearing gloves and masks. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? And it was the first time I've been out of the house in like 11 years, yeah. right? And here's the and here's the thing: the uh, the masks apparently most of them don't even uh, prevent. They you said the mask failing. getting masked are the worst thing you could do, unless they're the plastic masks that are fitted for your face. All you're doing is 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 hurting other people who might need those masks, you know. But people don't listen; they're a bunch of fucking idiots, you know. Anyways, I gotta go. Yeah, so, so- What's up? You got, uh, any, you got to go? Yeah, you got any questions? Uh, anything else? Uh, I was just going to ask. Yeah, I was going to ask you a question. So if they don't cancel the World Series, will you go play it this year? Of course. Even if, you know, everybody, if they're still this thing? Of course. I'm going to be, I'm going to, there's a, there, there, oh, according to the news media, major outbreak in San Jose, 20 people with the coronavirus. They wanted them to shut down the Sharks hockey game yesterday. Hockey, the, the league refused to do so. I'm going right in the heart of it to go play with 300 people at the, at the uh, Bay 101 on Wednesday. You think I'm worried? And I won't be wearing a mask and I won't be wearing gloves and I'm not going to do anything different because these fucking people are crazy okay there's nine fucking million people living or 10 million people just living in the northern california area and 20 people have the coronavirus Ooh, i'm real worried about it yeah there's fucking on two thousand to probably have the flu and a hundred dying just in california let's just i'm not worried listen yeah. wash your hands be careful but this outbreak this fucking uh craziness that the fake news is spreading is just ridiculous. You know, I watched the CDC right, well, today. Fake news. <laughs> hey, hey, Mike. So, uh, 
thanks thanks for having me on tonight um yeah. hope you have a good one and if if people want to find me on twitter at matt solon is uh my twitter you got it buddy take thanks for calling take care peace bye so anyways um so we got the uh changing the subject a little bit we got milwaukee and the lakers tonight uh i'm hoping the lakers win this is a pretty big um uh, uh yeah james exactly what you just said is true man uh about china and it's really what people don't understand you have to understand why they wouldn't allow the cdc in, into china the first month all the top doctors they're all under age 40 18 of them all dead gee i wonder how they're dead they probably were killed off by the communist china I mean, um, there is a lot of, no, there's over a million test kits available tomorrow. There'll be over 4 million available at the end of the week. Um, there's 129 people that have the virus, so chill the fuck out. Don't just keep repeating what you fucking see on fucking MSNBC or CNN. All right. Welcome to the mouthpiece. This is Mike. Hey, Yo, what's go. going on, Mike? Going Good, man. What's going on? This is a uh, monster. I'm like listening to your podcast. Yeah, and, cool. Um, Appreciate it. I just want to say that this coronavirus is serious. Oh, I know that. I've been following it, I've been following it since, I don't know, late January. Mm -hmm. I've been seeing what China's government, the CCP, right. they're, what they're doing over there to yeah. their own citizens. Oh, I've seen it. You know, they're not, not going to lock down 750 million people and put them under quarantine mm -hmm. if it's just like a regular flu i know that there's a lot more that the chinese government is not telling us of course they created this and why did they create this tell yourself that's all i ask people to do you have to see what's going on you know the rumor is is that it leaked out from a bsl4 lab in yes 100 there's only one bsl4 lab right and the entire China. A hundred percent. And right. But did it leak, leak out? out? Did it leak out? Or did the Chinese government release it and then kill off all the doctors who are working at it? Ask yourself. Those are the two things you need to ask yourself. Because it was one of the two things. Okay. If it was a biological weapon that was purposely leaked out. Okay. And then they quarantined 750 million people. Okay. Of their own people and let the virus spread to try and take down the United States of America, that is very, very, very possible. You know that. Yep, that's very possible. But yeah. the point is... is they that control 95% of, of our antibiotics. Remember that. Regardless if they leaked it by accident mm -hmm. or if they purposely mm -hmm. put it out there, it's out. Yeah. And we should look at the data yeah. that's coming out. It's Oh, the they flu, listen. They the know it's serious. Flu, yeah, less than one percent. The World Health Organization just came out the other day and said the mortality rate for this virus is three point five percent. Well, that's the thing is, so, is it's three point five percent because it's uh, if you're eighty and above, it's fifteen percent. If you're between seventy and eighty, it's nine percent. If you're between sixty and seventy, it's five point eight percent. If you're my age, right. between fifty and sixty, it's one point eight, and then it drops down if you're under fifty to point four, point three, point two, point two, point two. So um, that's right. what makes that rate a little bit 
off, if you understand what I'm saying. It's, 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 no, it's not, because you're looking at the overall percentage. Yes, I understand that. I mean, it's very important to protect the old elderly people. That's the most important. But like when people are all talking like, oh, they're going to cancel the World Series of Poker where the average age is like 24, okay? They're not canceling the World Series of Poker. I mean, it's just stupid. It's like, I'm just not worried about going anywhere, catching coronavirus and dying. I'm just not. I mean, I mean, people can live in fear all they want, but, but yeah, I mean, I, I put out a video from the head of John Hopkins, um, a 47 minute clip today on YouTube. I think people should, should click on it and watch what he has to say. And, uh, you know, I, 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 fo- I, I follow this religiously. Listen, I, you know, it's serious when you, you can see the look on Trump's face and you can see the look on Mike Pence's face that they know how serious this is in. In other words, the inner, in the polling, the internal polling and data is telling us how serious this is. So they're, but they're totally on top of it. You know, I know that. But the thing that's, the only thing that's bothering me, the thing that bothers me the most is, yeah, it's serious. They know it's serious, but they're going, they're weaponizing a fucking virus. A virus doesn't fucking think Democrat or Republican. They just don't. You know, a virus doesn't say, oh, I think I'll skip this guy. He's a Republican. I think I'll skip this guy. He's a Democrat. You know what I'm saying? And to weaponize something instead of every leader should be bringing the country together and saying we have this in control. Everybody needs to relax. They're out there weaponizing it and blaming Trump. And I just can't stand it. So today I left. I got out of the house. I sat in the sun. I I, I told myself I'm not going to watch any news media till I get back from Bay 101, which is a w- two weeks from now, because it's very unhealthy and all it does is is rally you up, you know. So I don't think anybody's blaming Trump, but you, you have to you have to look at it. What you have to look at what other governments are doing. Okay, mm-hmm. China is not going to put the second largest economy in the world. China, mm-hmm. right. they're not going to put their economy on a standstill right on on halt but you, and like you do understand sure 750 million people not go to work for like weeks mm-hmm. for like a regular flu oh 100 percent. they're just not gonna, going to do that they were probably testing okay. a biological weapon and it probably fucking leaked out that's probably what happened i mean that's that's, that's the most probably likely. most likely one yeah the most likely i mean from Wuhan, China, right and uh, they're saying this it came out from the wet market that's and the a wet lie. market's like a couple of miles away yeah. from the PSL four lab. And the PSL four lab, like they study the worst of the worst viruses. Right. H- AIDS, HIV, MERS, Ebola. Right. And there's only one lab in China and it's located a couple of miles from Yeah. I mean I know Europe. that. Yeah. Trust me. Now like I said it, you it, you know, I could say conspiracy theory is done on purpose. I don't know. It's more than likely they were testing a biological weapon, it leaked out. Then they all went into panic. They killed off all those fucking doctors that were in charge of the testing it and uh, quarantined the entire country. That's the most likely what happened. You know what I'm saying? And if it is man-made, which looks like this is, yeah, it is. Man-made. Scientists are saying that yeah. it's going to be hard to find a vaccine because it's not natural. It's not. It didn't come from like a, right. I, I was. Uh, I was. Animal. I was reading today about the. It's. I guess it's the. For years, there's that all the viruses are called coronavirus. I didn't know that. Okay, so they're like, this is a different f- t- strain of coronavirus that nobody's ever seen before. Uh, I, yeah, that's what I, that's I was, like the leak, the link I, I looked, looked, I put out on Twitter uh, 
uh, Matt Savage sent me and it talks about that, you know? Um, so I, these are things I didn't know. I didn't know that all these viruses, that MERS and SARS and all that are called coronavirus. And the worst part about this virus is it, it mutated. They're yeah. saying that the, the strain from that they found in Italy is mm-hmm. not the same strain that's in as the one in Wuhan. Right. Or not the same one that's in the, the people that have in the United States right now. So that's really, right. really fucking, you know, whatever. But but putting the world in a panic is, is not, you know, that's not really the right thing to do, you know. So um, I just, uh, listen, wash your hands. Don't, if you're... I if agree, you, if you're, I agree. Yeah, if you're around elderly people, uh, try your hardest not to be if you've been out and about a lot and uh, and uh, be make the best of it. But you got to live life every day. You can't go into panic. And the, the spread of fear is not going to help anybody. It's going to just hurt everybody. That's all I keep saying. So I agree to pa- the fear, the panic is not healthy. But yeah. I think that you should have the facts yeah. Uh, correctly, and make sure everybody knows is up to date on what's going on with right. it. I mean, a good rule of thumb is to have like three months worth of like uh, worth of um, yeah. stocks. Yeah. At your house, like toothbrush, can of goods, uh, water, and so forth. Because a lot of things are made in China. Yeah. And well, that's the whole thing. thing. Ninety-five. So eighty percent. I've read 80% of the stuff we buy at stores are made in China. China has complete control over the U.S. people. And, and Trump's been saying this for four fucking years, you know, about how China controls everything, how we need to start making our medications in the United States, how we need to not be dependent on China. Now we have this. And now what do we do? We're dependent on China, you know? That's why people are panicking, and that's why people are panic buying. Right. Because a lot of things are made in China, and there is going to be a shortage coming up. Yeah. Mark my words. It's no. Coming. Like, no, I agree. People, I agree. No, I agree. I agree 100%. Anyways, I got to go. Um, okay. I appreciate you calling. Thanks, Mike. You got it, my man. Bye. Take care. Have a great weekend. Bye-bye. You too. Bye. Anyways, um, so, we're back to the Lakers game. Is to the start yet? What time is it? Seven. Oh, 15 minutes old. That's all right. So, well, first half don't mean nothing. Uh, I really, I've been a diehard Laker fan. I really hope the Lakers beat Milwaukee tonight. It's going to give me hope that they have a shot to win this title. Uh, and LeBron's really out to prove something tonight. So, if the Lakers don't win tonight, they ain't winning no title. So, my hopes will be gone. This is a game they need to, they're, they're out to prove uh, how good they are so should be interesting um what up what up what up this mike hey how's it going mike good man how are you pretty good man uh appreciate you taking the call yeah i've been enjoying the podcast cool man and just had had a couple questions for you man and uh maybe a couple things you you know current event wise you might have something to say about sure um, I'm a first off, man, I loved your book. I read uh, Check Raising the Devil. Thank you, man. I read it twice, actually. Good stuff, man. It, it was it was cool to read a poker book that, uh, you know, it definitely seemed like it came from the heart and it was like the real deal. Yeah. And I, I definitely I appreciated that. I appreciate it, um, man. My new book, hopefully I'm trying my hardest to get out before the World Series. Uh, 
Poker, Pain, and Politics, How All Three Made Me a Better Person. That's the one. I, uh, oh, that's awesome, man. That was, I was about to ask. Yeah. yeah that, that, that um, cool, man. It's going to kind of like touch about everything I've been through since 2010 um, and pretty much uh, how learning in the world, what's really going on in the world has made me a better person uh, instead yeah. of my whole life. Like, like I mean, like in 2010, I didn't even know that there was a swine flu outbreak that 13,000 Americans died from. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't know. All I, ever, I never watched TV. I just played poker. I didn't know. Well, dude, that's the thing with poker, man. I, I play full time. Yeah. It's a very isolated. Like, I love poker, but it's a very isolating thing at times. And that can happen. Like, I'm right there with you, man. Um, and I heard you talking earlier about going out with uh, – you might have tweeted about it, actually, about just getting out in the sunlight and stuff like that. And for a poker player, that's big, man. Like, yeah. you got to balance your other shit. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I appreciate that. Um, let's see, man. I'm not trying to hold you up too no, long. No, no, it's all good. No, it's all good. It's, uh, it, it's just, you know, I – here's the thing you know poker players play poker they don't they they they'll turn on the news or whatever they don't really follow what's going on in the world okay if you follow it religiously which unfortunately i do or maybe i don't know if it's good that i do or i don't that it's do it's very important to have a balance you can't be too far right you can't be too far left but you need to watch right-wing media and left-wing media to watch how they spin things. It's very important. Um, if you're able to do that, you know what's going on in the world. And it's it's why Trump's going to win a landslide, you know, because people, right, they, they watch what's going on. I mean, I watched today. It, it got me so upset. I had to call Phil Helmuth, get on the phone, and he talked me into going outside and sitting out in the sun because I was just getting incensed that... I watched Trump go to um, that he was in front of the CDC with, you know, all the top people with the CDC. Now, these people have been there for 20, 30 years. It's not, they're not Trump appointees at the CDC. OK, and they're talking about the virus. Hey, you know, it is serious and you need to wash your hands. But everybody needs to be calm and stop panicking. Though when the weather warms up, it's going to the chance. There's a very good chance it's going to go away. But everybody needs to pat whatever. So he had about a 30 minute interview with the people of the CDC and they all stepped forward. And I conveniently kept switching over to CNN and no, no Trump with the CDC. And all it was 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 20 was nonstop coronavirus 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 the trump administration isn't handling it well trying to take trump out and i got so pissed then they put it on the last 30 seconds of him talking with the cdc they put it on maybe a minute okay and i'm like these people are so evil i mean it's proof right there how evil they are because if they were wanted to cover What's really going on, they would w listen to the people at the CDC that Trump was there to talk with, okay? These aren't partisans. These aren't fucking Democrats or Republicans. These are people been there for fucking years, you know? But this is their new narrative. It's going to be coronavirus 24-7 on MSNBC and CNN nonstop. Oh, it's election, it's election year, buddy. Of course. Yeah, exactly. It's You're a course, and people just need to see what's going on, you know. Yeah, and I'm right, I agree, man. And the thing that that that, 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 that scares me the most when I was talking to my last caller, who's really, really knows what's going on, is 
this virus right, right. was either accidentally or purposely released from that lab in Wuhan. I, I, I would say 90% an accident because uh, I believe it was like they were, te- it was a biological weapon that accidentally leaked out. Okay. Now right. they are going all to do whatever they can to take Trump out because Trump is going to cost them over between five and $10 trillion, their whole economy. He's been putting tariffs on them, trying to get that new trade deal. Everything revolves around that. Okay. And then, you know, this is kind of a conspiracy theory thing. Okay. And, but, but, it, but it's something to think about. Okay. The coronavirus mortality rate for people 80 and above is 15%. For people 70 to 80, it's 8.8%. What is the biggest voting block in the United States? The baby boomers. Exactly. Okay. Wow. If they get people scared to go out, older people to go out and vote, the lower voter turnout, they got a shot at beating him. Do you understand? Does that is that too far out there to believe? No, not at all, man. Not not the stuff I've been seeing. With, I, like I said, I don't. I, I mean, I don't really right. want to go down the conspiracy. Right, I don't I've either. But all the stuff that I've seen this year, mm-hmm. I, I definitely. I mean, you see what they do to them. They make shit up left. If anybody watches both sides, you, you see the shit they make up. Well, I mean, it's just crazy. The, the, the media, I mean, it's never been exposed like it's been the past three years. Oh, like, my God. He fucking exposed it. He has completely exposed yeah. what's been going on. He exposed their lies. It's, and, it's terrifying, man. So, no, like, yeah, uh, any type of conspiracy could be true at this point. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, think about it. If there's 2,600 people died in China, now it could be more. They could be saying only, you know, we, we don't know if they're telling the truth. How many did they murder? You saw videos of them pulling people out of the houses and throwing them in the trucks. You think they just put them yeah. in a hospital? They fucking shot them, right? Those 18 doctors, and it, and they were all under age 40, you know? Jesus. See, I got to look. I haven't seen all that. Yeah, if it wasn't, if it wasn't for those some... top 18 doctors that are all dead from, they say, the coronavirus— then I wouldn't be going as far down the China conspiracy path. Wasn't the original main doctor? Isn't he? Didn't he die? Yeah, he passed away. Yeah, he was under wow. fucking. He was forty-four years old. Okay, they, the mortality yeah, rate is for, it, and they have the top. You know, they have like the top medical people in the world. So you know, it just these things don't make sense. You know, like my girlfriend yeah. said to me, what. There's no such thing as coincidences. If you've watched fucking uh, forensic files and all these murder, there's no coincidence. There's no such thing as coincidences. One coincidence could happen. Two coincidences could happen. But but you know, there's just, these are all eighteen yeah. of these doctors being killed. The same. They're just. It's not. It doesn't make sense. You know, Trump with the big trade war in China. Okay, I mean, this is they'll. Look, think about it. I mean, this is a communist regime. They'll take out 3,000 people if it, to save $5 trillion. You don't understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, I'm just, stuff, man. it is. And I'm listen, I'm not saying that's what's going on, but it, it, you, people yeah, need yeah. To, to, to be open to understand how China controls us. You know, like I'll give you, for instance, and, and again, it, Think about what happened with the NBA players when Daryl Morey put that tweet out at the beginning of the year, okay? And, right. And, and, and they, the NBA was in panic. They didn't know what to do, okay? Now, Kerr and Popovich and LeBron, they got no problem coming out against our president, right? But they had no, right. they had no problem protecting fucking China because China is worth 
billions to them. So they talk about human rights. They don't give a fuck about human rights. They care about their bottom dollar. And fucking Nike tells LeBron what to say, okay? that That's their fucking, their vessel. That's their vessel. Those NBA coaches, that's their vessel. Hammer Trump, hammer Trump, right? And prop up China. Yep. Okay, I'm just being honest with what's going on. I tell people all no, the time. No, you're right, man. I remember when that happened. Yeah. That was unbelievable. I, I tell people all the time, the, the, the biggest prop thing that people aren't aware of in this country is this election coming up isn't about social issues. It's not about orange man bad. It's about China. Okay, okay. Biden is deeply in bed with China. Bloomberg made all his billions off China. Okay, if Trump cuts the cuts down the trade deficit for China and all our corrupt politicians that get all their money from China, it's a game changer. Everything is about two things. It's about China and defending the house. They know they can't win. It's about saving the house to make Trump powerless. That's all it's about. And it's about the it's about China. That's it. You know, it's it's it. Everybody, you got to People need to do the research. I do the. I research the shit religiously. My girlfriend and me, she t- shows me shit to you know to really I, prove what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? The China is the biggest threat to this country. I honestly just started really following the past three years when I really yeah. you know really started seeing some of the stuff that was coming out. It just blew my mind. So I really you know. Yeah. <clears throat> But uh, sorry, man, to get you uh, going about that. But I, no, it's all good. A little more time. I have one. Sure, have go one ahead. More question, man. Absolutely. Um, uh, poker wise, yeah. um, in the next five years, personally and just goal wise, what would you say is like your what you want to do in the next five years, poker wise? My goal is to stay healthy, um, which uh, I'm doing better now. I really was struggling when I got back from Washington, D.C. I mean, it was really bad. Uh, I, right, right. I, I, I got a, a prednisone uh, pack, a steroids, got the inflammation okay. down, and I've been doing well ever since. So stay healthy, stay out of pain, um, win a bracelet this year, get in the Hall of Fame, um, keep getting into these, be- keep getting into these beautiful home games, you know, that I have a lot of, I've met a lot of really rich friends uh, that get me in the games that are really good where I don't have to play every day. Maybe I play three times a month and, and I'm playing games that are just really good. And, uh, and that's it. Like the day, the days of me grinding every day are over. You know, my body can't hold up. I was in Washington DC last week. I played four straight days of poker and it had a major effect on me. Even during the world series every year, I never play more than three straight days of poker. The tournaments were three straight days. I got to the fourth day, uh, one time on the final table this year, but, um, usually I play, you know, you play two days if you don't, and you get close. And then I, uh, I usually take a day off after two days because uh, it just keeps me paced at a good pace. That's what I've done the last few years. So, um, you know, uh, it'd be nice to win a WPT. Uh, I was going to go to LAPC, but I was on the steroid pack. And with my, I couldn't suppress my immune system and be around all the people with, you know, with viruses going around and everything. So, you know, we'll see. You know, uh, hopefully I'll, play, I'll be able to play more. And the healthier I am, the more I play. Uh, and that's pretty much it. So I, I really struggle with uh, with chronic pain. I was out of it for nine months last year, uh, 
and now I've, I'm, uh, I've been back and I'm out of it right now for a week. So, um, hopefully I've turned the corner for at least the, till the well, end of the world. Just to let you know, man, I know it's me and a lot of other people, fans and players. It's good to see you back in the big, in the mix, man. Yeah. Um, I appreciate and, it. You know, you get the highest level. And I, yeah, I'm playing at the highest level with people. I'm beating them. I'm, I've won like 31 of 33 sessions. So, uh, I, um, I like the way I'm playing. Uh, and I don't play every day. These people play every day. I mean, these, most people play more tournaments a year than I've played in my life. I think I've played 758 <laughs> tournaments in my life between online and everything. I just never been that much of a tournament player. These, most people play that more than that a month. Fuck, I saw one guy say, yeah. tweeted out he played 350 tournaments in a week. I'm like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, man, and how you many mentioned is... something, man, uh, which yeah. is cool. Like, uh, and it's very important that I've learned recently. I've been playing for a while, but game selection, you know, having these access to these good games is that's huge. It's you everything. You have to grind it up seven days a week. And you've paid your dues. Yeah. And po- now you're getting to those good games. Yeah. And people, you know, like even like when I, I charge 1.5 for markup in a tournament, it's, it's really not that, that much. I mean, it's uh, right, especially right. when I'm going to Bay 101 when you get to play with 225 satellite winners and they, they spread the they spread the um, the the. Uh, uh, shooting stars all out between all 50 different tables. So you're all the top players you're not even playing with. And if you get a day two, they do the same thing. Who's ever left in. So it's, uh, it keeps you playing with the satellite winners most of the time. So it's really good for a, I think it's the biggest equity tournament for tournament players. So I like playing in it. Okay. I like yeah. the way it's set up and, uh, whatever, you know, uh, every, every place should be like that because it should be like shooting stars format because you want a satellite. When we, when we built this in 2002, 2003, it was all about playing with satellite winners, not playing with pros and beating your head against other pros. You know, it just never was. Yeah, man. It's like when party poker used to put all those satellite winners into the main event. Yeah. You know, like thousands, mm-hmm. like, I, that's you're right. Man. Well, that, that's the whole thing, man. It's all about playing with with recreational players. That's why I'm so against re entries and day two buy-ins because uh, you, you, killing the game. Man. Yeah, you, dude, recre- you're going to run the recreational players off. I mean, they're just fucking morons. It, I bring this up every fucking every podcast, so I'm really passionate about it. So right, you no, know, we'll right. see what happens. You know, I wish I I need to you know start playing a little bit more so I can tell a lot more poker stories on my podcast, but um. Yeah. Uh, you know, I just went, I, you know, I was really struggling health wise before I went to Washington. I got back. I couldn't walk at all. My whole right leg was almost paralyzed because the, my, the inflammation was pressing on my spinal cord. The, and, and I took the, every, I took the, um, prednisone, uh, the steroid pack and, uh, I've been doing really well since. So hopefully I'll be okay. Uh, I kind of pushed it a little bit, four straight days of poker in DC. Then I went to the white house and, uh, we did, had a tour of the West wing and, um, and so then, uh, you know, and then I, I was feeling so good. I, I we ate. Then we, I said, okay, I'll walk up the Lincoln Monument uh, Memorial like a moron. And after I did that, I, I could I, my whole fucking leg when it gave out. It was a nightmare after that. Oh, but, Jesus. You know. Um, anyways, gotta go. Appreciate the call. Hey, thanks, Mike. You got it, my man. Take care. Hey, enjoy the podcast, bro. You got it, man. Take it easy. Who won best podcast at GPI? Let's see. It's pretty political, so. I will probably say Daniels. <laughs> I mean, I'm just guessing. I have no idea. All right, let's go. What up? What up? Welcome to the mouthpiece. Hey, Mike. Thanks for taking my call. You're very welcome. How's um, it going? I wanted to ask you a, a, a question about, I saw the whole markup police thing that you have going on, and I think yeah. that's hilarious. Yeah. Um, 
one of the callers that you were supposed to speak with actually uh, Matt earlier. It's funny because uh, Matt is always selling action to micro tournaments mm-hmm. on uh, on stake and he's charging like one point three, sometimes even higher. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, the reason I was calling was because uh, you guys were talking about the coronavirus earlier, mm-hmm. and I wanted to hear your thoughts on the transmission of the virus through surfaces, because the uh, they've they haven't really been talking about this on the news, but the, the virus doesn't actually last long outside of the human body. Like, there's a certain temperature range that it needs to survive in. Correct. Correct. And I do I do believe it's serious, but the panic is media driven. Okay, until there's oh, yeah. 10,000 cases in the United States and 200 people a day dying, then you can start talking about it. Okay, we are a long ways away from that. Okay, and that's how many people die from the flu every day and how many people are diagnosed we're, with it. We're a long way from away from that now, but what happens when some idiot from Northern Europe or Italy comes over here and starts coughing all over everybody. Well, there's there's ten people at a single table, and if this guy's playing in a tournament, he could infect hundred, like literally a hundred people if he coughs right in the middle. Yeah. We don't breathe the same air. Oh, I agree. I, the thing is, is I think it's important. Like 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 I said, I I give Trump a lot of credit for closing the border. The, the, the flights from China on January 24th. And of course, the media attacked him for that, called him racist. And uh, no, he needs to do more. He needs stuff. to. But now he needs to do more. OK, he needs to close all the borders. to south Well, he he's closed all the flights to South Korea and all from the area of Italy where the outbreak happened. I almost think they should, uh, the, you know, he needs to do more with that and close more but if it needs to broaden the travel bans i do bring back the travel bans the way they were all of the middle eastern countries right all of the muslims and the terrorists we don't they're getting sick yeah they're not immune to this any more than we are no they aren't you know and it go what you know what it goes to show you what trump's been running on for four years about closed these guys have been screaming open borders racist racist open borders okay you need to keep the borders closed how many people could cross that border in the southern border and bring in the virus you know what i'm saying it's it, it's just it's it's basic 101 and you know what the reason why bernie sanders might not win the nomination which god i mean i thank god every day because i don't want a socialist take over the united states but is because he flipped on immigration. In 2016, he was all with Trump on immigration, how it, how it lowers uh, uh, African-American and Latinos' wages, you know, illegal immigration, which is fact. And he went for straight open borders, decriminalized the border, let, get rid of ICE and CBP. And, and people in middle America, they're not, that's not where the country is. You see what I'm saying to say? But you, but you have to ask, yeah. you know, did he do it on purpose? Is he really trying to win? You see how he soft talks. Oh, Joe Biden's a great guy. Oh, Joe Biden's wonderful. You know what I'm saying? Is he really trying to win or was this all a setup in the, uh, to try the, to, at the beginning? You know, I, I just don't know. But they, there's no way they could get a guy who's 77 and doesn't know what state he's in across the finish line. It's all about down ballot races. There's no it's possible way. Yeah. Just impo- it's not they possible. To, the, the southern border is the biggest loophole in our immigration system right, right now because we can we can say there's no flights from China, there's no flights from Korea, but there's nothing stopping people from taking a For- flight from Korea or a flight from China into Mexico and just walking across of like course. Tijuana and going into 
San Diego. And here's another thing. You know, when Trump put the the the, the um, these are people things don't know about poker players don't know about because they don't they only listen to the media they want to hear. That's why it's so important. I tell people all the time, just watch Tucker tw- two hours a week. I'm like, and you don't have to watch nothing else because he's very <laughs> in the center. Carlson. Yeah, he's very center. He's funny as fuck. He calls out fucking Trump all the time. He calls out the left. He calls out the right. You know, he's very fair. You know, I think he's very good. But, you know, uh, yeah. you know, if you, it's if like if you took the public broadcast, if you took P, uh, PBS or the uh, public broadcasting network and, and made them a comedy show, that would be Tucker Carlson. He's great. He makes me laugh. He fucking like he's just politically just, centered. Yeah, he's politically centered. And that's what's important, you know. And, uh, you know, you know who else I really like? I talk about all the time is van jones okay he was so left when trump won the election in 2016 i remember he called it a white lash against an african-american president and then he went to middle america and he met a lot of trump voters and this guy has come so far to the center that he was at cpac last week where he was praising trump for for uh uh criminal uh justice reform and a bunch of other things and everybody was like saying come on over change parties you know he can't do that you know he's too far you know but but he know he understands what's going on now and so a lot of people in that bubble that don't know that the reason why trump won is fucking clinton's crime bill locked up so many African Americans in the late '90s. Okay, Clinton's NAFTA yeah. fucking and let the China and the World Trade Organization destroyed Middle America, shipped all the jobs overseas to China and Mexico and Japan. Are you talking about Bill? Okay, this is what has happened. So when people understand, yeah, okay, oh, you don't like Trump? Okay, he's an asshole. You don't like how he tweets? Okay, fine. But you need to understand why Trump got elected, which Van Jones did. And now he, you know, and you know who else understood why Trump got elected? Andrew Yang. He went right on the bait stage and he said it. And that's why they don't want to hear that. They don't want the public to know the truth. He went out there and say, Trump wasn't responsible for for NAFTA shipping hundreds of thousands of jobs overseas. Trump wasn't responsible for the crime bill. So they didn't the, 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 the establishment didn't want to hear that from Andrew Yang. You understand what I'm saying? And, and Mike, told, hey, what, you, you know, you sound really passionate about this. What are your thoughts on Rush Lambeau? Do you think he's he's kind of got a cult following or do, or do you think that he just speaks the truth? And, you think he speaks and, the, he the truth. I think he speaks from the heart. Yeah. He tells it like it is, okay, and that's why he says some very sometimes race racially charged things. You know, he's not a racist, but he, you know, he doesn't. No, he's not a racist, right? He's speaking the truth, correct? If, 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 if you know, know he he was, you know, like they Baltimore they, and they, Detroit, the, the the black Democrats are responsible for the demise of their own places that they live in. Correct. They vote in, they vote in politicians that are going to cause the same problems that they're having now. Like they say there's systemic racism and whether that exists or not right. is, is up to people's opinion. Yeah. But if they're going to continue to vote in people that are going to encourage the systemic Correct. problems that they're having, what are they going to They don't. What if what has the Democrats done for black America? Ask yourself this. I tell people I have people calling at times. I meet so many African-Americans when I've gone to Trump rallies and out, out on the road. They're, they're all like saying, we're voting for Trump in 20, 2020. You understand what I'm saying? He had 13% of the African-American vote. Rumor has it he's going to get 26%. If he gets 18%, the, the election's over. You understand that? Over. So, the only, uh, the you only know, thing Bill Clinton did for, for, for black Americans is take away their legal firearms 
and make them have to carry illegal firearms. That's it. That's the only and and that's and all Bill ever did for Black America. And I tell people all the time, you know, I'm I'm anti-gun. I always have been. That's me. But other people in the world, I understand their guns or whatever they want to hold on to. By making the by making stricter gun laws, that's not going to change anything but put the fucking illegal guns into the fucking criminals' fucking arms, which is probably what they want because they want anarchy. Does I mean it's listen? Yeah. It's it, 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 if you really study this, if you just don't watch the mainstream media and you say to yourself, hmm. Well, how does Trump get elected? 63 million people can't be racist. What's going on here? And then you really look into what has happened in the country. You, 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 and you get out of what I call the liberal bubble and you start to, and you don't just repeat what you see on CNN and MSNBC and you yeah. start just yeah. really reaching out and, and really looking for the truth. I promise you, you're going to find the truth. But they don't want that. They're not doing any research. That, no, that's They're why just they regurgitating the shit they see from, that's from it. the dumb websites they follow. And I tell Daniel, and I tell even my friend John, who's watching on here all the time. I'm like, listen, uh, just reach, look, and see what's going on. Don't, don't anybody call me and regurgitate a fucking CNN, MSNBC talking point. You know, I've watched even my good friend Brian Hastings like post things anti-Trump on Twitter. And I'm like, dude, please stop regurgitating and posting shit you see on CNN and MSNBC and do your homework. You know, that's yeah, all I want right. people to do. Do your homework. Is Listen, you know. You know, this guy could have been a partisan, whatever. But I mean, I, I met a guy in Washington. I don't want to name any names, but he was actually Trump's COO during the 2016 election cycle. He was on the plane with him at every campaign stop. Uh, he was showing me all kinds of funny videos, you know, what they used to, how much fun they used to have. He told me that Trump is the nicest human being you'll ever meet. He will give you the shirt off your back, and that everything they say about him is completely false. Now, you know, he was oh, on the shit. plane with him the whole time. So, I'm, you know, of course he's going to be pro-Trump. And, you know, he, you know, he told me that Trump's very about loyalty. Now, isn't that with any of your friends? Okay. If you have a friend that's not loyal to you and says bad things behind your back, what are you going to do? You're going to get rid of him. Well, the mainstream media will say he's a dictator because he's all about loyalty. And that's what dictators do. No, that's what you do. When you have somebody working in your administration, you want people who are loyal to you, not somebody who wants going to backstab you. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So, I mean, it's just the same with any yeah, friend. Yeah, you know, like a backstabbing right? Joe Murphy. I, I get rid of all my friends that backstab me. I, I used to have a lot of them around when I had a lot of money. That was my good, pretend, you know, they were my good friends when I was on top, but they were nowhere to be found when things got bad. So, you know, anyways. Yeah, they just, they want, they want, they're asking to borrow money and shit. Yeah. Anyways, got to go. I appreciate the hey, call, man. Hey, Thanks for listening to the podcast. I appreciate it. Great. Thanks for taking my call, man. Hey, Anytime. one more thing before yeah, we go. Uh, sure. Can I get a whoop whoop for the, uh, for the markup, please? Here, this is for you, huh? buddy. Here. Are you watching the video? There you go. I am. I got my, uh, got my markup police hat on there for you. So, All right. Uh, but the siren, hey, thanks, listen, the call. siren doesn't work. The battery's fucking out. So, no, I tried it the other day. So uh, there you go, buddy. Meanwhile, they're fucking they're they're nominating some fucking bullshit video on some imbecile fucking podcast for podcast of the year. You know what? This fucking this live podcast is kind of like when Trump runs his rallies when the Democrat primaries are going. Well, we're running our podcast when they're fucking giving out fake awards at the GPI.
<laughs> yeah, do fake awards. What about the Joe Murphy is a bitch award? You exactly. are fake news. All Democrats. Yeah. Huh? What did you say, Danny? You are fake news. <laughs> Joe Murphy, you're fake news. That are our favorite. All right, thanks for the call, man. You got it, my man. Take care. Peace. So, um, anyways, uh, it's not that I'm on it politically. Or whatever. I'm just very educated. I've spent more time studying what's going on in the world than than probably 99% have studied about poker. So, all right. Welcome to the mouthpiece. Who's this? Hey, Mike, how's it going? It's John. Hey, my man, John. What's up, my man? Love you, buddy. How's it going? Uh, Not much. I'm watching you on uh, YouTube. Yeah, yeah. Turn your volume down in the background, buddy. Turn your volume down. So. Okay. Yeah, sorry about that. No problem. That's perfect. That better? Yeah, 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 man. That was a good idea what Phil told you to go outside and oh my look God. at the uh, sunset. And Fuck. I try to do that every day, even when I'm feeling crappy. Yeah. You know, and the thing is, is, man, it made, I was like, because see, when I'm stuck in bed, like I was for like seven days, and now the last four days I hadn't left the house, which I didn't realize. I knew I was in a rut, but I didn't know how to get out of it. And when I start going on Twitter rants, that's when you know I'm in trouble mentally, okay? So I realized that this is insane. What am I doing? I'm watching this fucking news. I'm going crazy, kind of like when you were watching the news and you used to go crazy, you know? I'm like, this is just driving. This is not not normal. This is, I'm like ranting about shit that I have no control over. So what am I doing? I called Phil. I said, Phil, I need help here. I'm going crazy. And he's like, Mike, he goes, open the door, go let sit out in the sun. So we, we talked for like an hour on the phone while I sat out in the sun. Oh, my God, it got me completely out of depression, completely out of the, the, what's going on in the world. And it put me in a good mood. And it was the first time I'd been in a, in a good mood in like 10 days. And so um, that's great, Mike. You know, I, I, you know, and. I, I need to now, when, now that he told me that and I did that, if from now on, if I see myself getting in that that category again i'm just going to go outside and just chill because uh uh you know the, anytime you see me start twitter ranting that that just means i'm something is i'm off like i'm getting upset about things i'm not doing anything i'm letting things control my life that are uncontrollable so uh i know that and so uh now now i know what to do when that happens um you know, it's it. There hasn't been any games going on. Uh, every time I call, I I check. There's no poker games. There's, you know, I, I I for me, it's too hard to go grind small games with the you know the paint. You know, I have to get ready, go down when I walk. It puts me in pain. It's just like I need to play in a game big enough where you know if I if I win, I I win enough money to cover my bills for the month. You know what I mean? So uh, I just, it's too hard for me to grind eight hours to try and make a thousand or two just because it's just, I, I, I get in too many good game, too many good opportunities during the month that, you know, that I can't lose in. So, you know, uh, I want to start playing a lot more, but we'll see what happens. I can't wait to go to Bay 101 next week. I'm going to, I got a really good feeling, you know, it's like I had this horrible feeling about LAPC and I was in a lot of pain when I got back from Washington. So I, uh, I skipped it. But I, I got a great. So feeling. was it the um, 
the air travel or what? Yeah, it was the doctors told me the air travel caused most of the inflammation. Now, you put that together with the walk up the Lincoln Memorial like a moron. Exactly. And and, and that was stupid of me. What happened was, is like we when uh, when you get a uh, uh, White House visit to the West Wing, which they that was awesome. Yeah, they take two weeks in advance. They show up. you know, they got to clear you, they got, you know, they go, you know, they get to make sure you're, you know, you're safe to go in or whatever. And you're not allowed to take pictures in there or nothing, but you go to a corner and then they lady that gives you a tour meets you at the corner. And then you have to walk. Oh fuck. Probably, probably a couple hundred yards, maybe, uh, to where the entrance of the back West wing is through the back entrance. Um, and I haven't walked 200 yards in five years, and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm not going to make it. You know, things are going to be bad. So I walk. Then I do the whole walk through the whole tour. The The West Wing is so small. I was so shocked. I mean, it's tiny. Like, you see the Rose Garden on TV, uh, and it looks so big. You see, you know, when people do, like, uh, you know, when teams go there for, you know, to visit the White House or whatever, everything looks so big. But, like, the right. where, where the Oval Office is and where Trump actually sleeps is, like, like maybe 50 yards away. It's like you walk right down the hallway of the Rose Garden right into where like the situation room is, where the Oval Office is, where the uh, the cabinet room is. I mean, all, all that's just like right on top of each other. But it looks so much bigger when you see it on TV. I, I mean, I was just, I was shocked how small everything was. You know, my only regret about it was not being that you can't couldn't take pictures in there because the pictures that they had on walls, the histories from the 1870s and and the 1850s and the 19. I mean, just the, the pictures of time. It's just unbelievable. That to me was just so amazing. I mean, you know. So did uh, Trump uh, have double be- uh, beds in this room? Just no. kidding. So you know what we got to? You know they 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 don't let you. There's certain places they don't let you in. There's just like. There's just cafeteria where where all the people eat, and then like there's like uh, these are things uh, I, I should have known this, but I'm a moron. I didn't know that that uh, the vice president also sleeps at the White House in the West Wing, and that's where his quarters are. So uh, you know these are you know these are things I learned. Well, that about. is surprising. Yeah, I mean, uh, so these are other things I learned about. Um, I you know I try and learn more and more every day about things, but um, it's. Uh, it was. I was. The thing was, I originally was supposed to meet Trump on Friday, and then he decided he decided that all the Democrats were in Nevada, so he put a Las Vegas rally in on Friday. It wasn't ever scheduled. It wasn't scheduled yeah. till Monday of that week. I'm like, really, you know? So then I'm like, well. So then we changed our White House visit to Sunday, hoping maybe we could get this. And then then he had to go to India on Sunday, so it was kind of <laughs> fucked up. But um. You know, uh, the um, the uh, RJC is going to be in Vegas next week, and I do get to meet him if I'm not at the final table of the Bay 101. So wow, hopefully cool. hopefully, I'm at the final table of the Bay 101, and if I'm not, I get to meet Trump. So, uh, you know, it's uh, it's either way, you know. And, you know, it's just like, um, it's not like, the, the, you know, get to meet him because I'm a, a Trump supporter or anything, but, you know, it's president of the United States, and I respect the office. And, uh, you know, so many people think I'm like this huge Trump supporter, but I'm not. I'm, I just see what's going on in the world. I, I, that's it. I, I really work hard on studying what's going on. And, um, you know, uh, I, I support him. I support his policies, but I'm not like a, a crazy MAGA person, you know, where you can't tell anybody. 
one thing or, you know, you, a MAGA person, it's like Trump is the God of gods, you know, and that's just, just ridiculous and so unhealthy for the country. So, Well, speaking of that, I heard you talking about what upset you um, to make you have to call Phil and want to go outside was yeah. the CNN not showing the yeah. um, when he was at the CDC touring yeah. the CDC. Yeah. So I, I was watching that mm-hmm. and I noticed it. He was wearing a MAGA hat. So no, he was wearing a. It uh, wasn't. Yeah. It, Keep America Great Again. Uh, yeah, I saw it. Right. So it it wasn't. In in my opinion, it wasn't a um, informational type of press conference. It was really a rally. Nah. Because he's wearing that hat to make it look like he's well, in charge well, and he's going on. And and I, Mike, you yeah. know, I watched it. I saw yeah. all of those guys there. Yeah. All they did was praise him. All they did was praise him. He and because he got because he's doing where, it because he's on top of what's going on, and the news media is trying to tell you he's not, and that's why they're praising him. Okay, Trump. Trump. If it wasn't for Trump shutting down the border January twenty fourth, we'd have a fucking epidemic of fucking massive proportions on our hand. So well, you know, I, that, that's the thing that's important. In to my know. opinion, if if he wouldn't have cut the funding to the CDC. All That's a lie. That's it, a lie. It, it was all, all Go look it up. Spite, he never cut he funding Obama. to the CDC. He never, he proposed, he, funding. John, so, he so proposed they, we funding totally cuts. totally unprepared for this situation. Hey, John, in my opinion. John, he proposed cuts yes, to the CDC. They never were done. Go look it up. The cuts were never done. He proposed cuts to the CDC. It never went through. It never got passed. It's all a lie. Okay, that's what I wanted you to tell you. I love you to death, buddy. No matter what. Hey, same same here, dude. I'm I gotta tired. go to get some more calls in here. Uh, you stay safe, stay hey, healthy. Th- did you did you know the NBA is gonna uh, start uh, postponing uh, live games? Of course they, they just are. Tweeted it. Of course they are. Don't you understand? The NBA is in bed with China. They are told by China what to do. Their whole entire league is run by Nike. Their entire league is run by Nike, okay? This just causes more of the panic, okay? Trust Nike, whatever. I'm telling you, I know what's going on. I knew this was coming, okay? This is, there's fucking 20 people with coronavirus in the United States. They're, they're, they're not, China has told them to cancel these games, to charge more of a panic. Trust me on this. I'm telling uh, you. Austin do canceled some, the South, South by some, Southwest Festival. Yeah, do a little it's bit canceled. of canceled. It's the biggest money maker that I Austin know. has. It's canceled. I know. I know all about it. Hey, listen, I got to go, and I'll uh, okay. I'll talk to you soon. Good Take talking care, my good to friend. you, man. You got it, buddy. Anyway, Take care. Good luck. You got it. Later. Welcome to the mouthpiece. This is Mike. What up? Mike the Mouth Mattisau. What's up? Is Who's this? Really happening? Who's this? Awesome. Hey, it's great hey. to meet you. Uh, my hey. name is Tim. And nice uh, Tim. I heard, wow, I heard a lot earlier. And yeah. uh, I really need to, uh, to let's kind of get right into the, the midst of it. Mm-hmm. You said you don't want to watch corporate media. You, mm-hmm. you invite people to, no, corporate media bad, right? Mm-hmm. And then you go and say Tucker Carlson is censored. Is Tucker Carlson on? He's the most centered. Media? person no he says a lot of propaganda 
They all do. You ha- no, they no, have no. to. No, I understand, but is he a part of corporate media? Is Fox News corporate media? Yes, they are. Okay. Okay, so when you say Carl Carlson is censored and he's something you should, you know, look at. I just said that he— it, And then you say corporate media is bad. I get listen, conflicted. I go like I'll go like this, okay? This is the best way to describe it. Hannity is the right-wing Don Lemon, Okay. They cancel each other out. What they just push far right stuff, far left stuff. Okay. Cuomo, who I watched like two hours a week because I forced myself to, okay, is pretty centered. Yes, he leans left, okay, and says stuff that the CNN tells him to say, but he, he's very fair. He has a lot of people that come on uh, that uh, make, that are able to debate on the right. And I'm not saying, you know, of course, Trump supporters will say, ah, he's a piece of shit. You know, they're, they're all going to say that, whatever. Where, t- where I think Tucker Carlson is like Chris Cuomo on the left. I think he's very centered. He brings people on that argues against both sides. He fucking calls out the fucking establishment media or or, or chills like they're nothing. He's been talking, you know, he's he he's been talking about this China issue for since Trump got elected. And um, the thing is, is it's it's people need to understand this is all about China. I've been telling people for fucking months. That's all okay, everything all right, is about. Right. You know, China. Wait, what is China? Honestly, my my, my main issue is I want to kind of okay. China controls. I, I heard you say ninety five percent of the medical. Okay, we're dependent on China. Eighty percent of the goods that come in China are because dep- of neoliberal policies that have absolutely ruined this country Correct. for its existence. Correct. Correct. Now the problem is when you advocate for Trump or Tucker Carlson or corporate media, mm-hmm. but then say I don't advocate for corporate media, right. you kind of contradict yourself right there and send a contradictory message to the populace. That's and that's, when you do that through the Rust Belt, when you do that through Wisconsin, Michigan, mm-hmm. Pennsylvania, right? When you're going against somebody who's a populist, just mm-hmm. like Trump, mm-hmm. who's a populist who believes that NAFTA was a shit fuck deal. Right. Sorry, my bad. Swear no, 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 bad. no. My bad. So you're saying like like Bernie is the person you're talking about that they, we should be going. Bernie with. is somebody who's a populist like Trump. Bernie's an insider. He's been in Washington for forty years trying to run as How an insider. How does that make him an insider? It okay. makes him a part of a democracy, a part of our system, but to work within to make better. Listen, right? Not every listen. What he says, like I agree with. Out, like Bloomberg, like yeah. Bloomberg, who uh, bought into the system. Like unbe- Biden, I agree. Who fell Ag- into the system. Agree. Like Klobuchar, who used their identity. Agree. Orange, who used her identity to get into the system, not to support okay. the policy. If it, the listen, policies if of Bernie he, Sanders are sound. And for that 30 years that you said are, hey, you know, he's a Washington insider. Right. I disagree with that. Okay, completely. let's just say, listen, I, I have a lot of respect of Bernie Sanders because he's. I believe he's an honest and he speaks from the heart. He's been saying the same thing for 40 years. Just like Trump like was Donald saying, Trump, just like Trump sorry, was saying the same ahead, thing for 40 years. Okay, it, mm, Trump wasn't saying that. Go look it up. Go look at the Barbara Walters interview. Go look at the Oprah interview. Bernie he, Sanders has had less policies yet then Donald Trump has had wives. I'm talking about, listen to me, listen to me for a second. I'm talking about China. Trump has been talking about China for 40 years. You are talking about one esoteric part of one part of trade, which I understand. Mm. But in this election, we're not talking about esoteric parts of esoteric.
esoteric trade. We're talking about where the America okay. is going where, in the next five, 10, Okay, let's years. just say this. This is what I believe cost Bernie Sanders the election, beside Elizabeth Warren backstabbing <clears throat> him and not dropping out. Okay? He, in 2016, now, you're a Bernie supporter, so you're going to agree with me. In 2016, he was all lined up with Trump on immigration, how illegal immigration destroys uh, um, the uh, African-American and Latino jobs. And what did he do in 2020? He pivoted to open borders, let anybody in, get rid of ICE, get rid of uh, CBP. People don't want that. That's what cost him. If he didn't flip on immigration. Incorrect. Bernie ran that neoliberalism, the open port of trade where it embraced a race to the bottom was bad not illegal immigration he, not at all i could show, i could show you where he I'll, said go look it up no, 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 go ahead go I look it up where he be, ran on talking about illegal please, immigration I, I would like to not do the don't go look it up part of yeah yeah, yeah. well i don't i can't i don't have it in front of me so I, I i can't go look it up while i'm i'm doing the show so that's why i'm telling you correct you know let's not have that yeah. part of the argument let's but listen listen this is the truth listen okay i i if bernie sanders i i love a lot of i matter of fact i love Everything he says is truth, okay? That the, the billionaire Thank class you. runs this country that and, and that, 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 that they don't want him because I agree with him, okay? But you can't, America was built on capitalism where people could come to the country and the American dream. It wasn't built on socialism, Correct. okay? If he didn't run he's as a socialist, socialist for 40 he years is. and he just ran on the policies, I would be all in. On, on on Bernie Sanders. You understand Bernie what I'm Sanders. saying, Okay, right? okay, okay. Let me argue that point. You okay. made a great point, and I fucking love it. Right. Okay, I fucking love it. Right. This is a sentiment that Bernie Sanders resonates with. Right. That fuck neoliberalism. Fuck saying, hey, uh, I'm going to help black people, but, like, not change the systems that keep them fucking down. Right. Or say, hey, I'm going to move the uh, U.S. Embassy to fucking Jerusalem, but not change the problem that makes fucking Israel and and, and Palestine any fucking better. You're going to be like, oh, uh, I'm going to go change this fucking dictatorship or this uh, socially democrat uh, Southern American country and I'm going to shift into some fucking dictatorship that helps our corporate elites to fucking get some kind of edge on fucking bananas. Listen, I I, honest to God, I believe with... I agree with you on everything you're saying. He's been saying it for 30 fucking years. I agree. Trump has it. Bernie Sanders or Joe Biden has it. Joe Biden has Joe Biden. Joe Biden is a fucking absolute insider. He's worse than Hillary. The guy's been in office. He's worse than Hillary. I was absolutely since I was four years old. Supporters have been saying. You are not supporting my goals when you say, uh, don't say the corporate media, and then I'm going to listen to Tucker Carlson. No, no. Tucker Carlson, excuse me, excuse me, Tucker Carlson fucking just peddles in conspiracy theories. Mm. He he has literally the whole uh, caravan thing. It's quite literally a Jewish-sponsored conspiracy to lead a foreign invasion. When you You understand that, it's very unhealthy. Listen to me. It's unhealthy when you say those things. I'm yelling. I'm sorry. Listen. I'm yelling. It's not a Jewish, okay? This is what you people don't understand. George Soros is not Jewish. But he's not a fucking Jew. He says he's a Jew, but he's anti-Israel. He ain't a real Jew. That's the problem. He's okay. not a fucking. No, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, okay I don't want to get into ethnicity. Yeah, yeah. I want Trust me, I know what, the about state. Israel and stuff Does and all. He, stuff okay, I, got, I know where you want to yeah. get into there. I don't want to with you. Yeah. I, I no, it makes our. Policy. Listen, the people like George Soros make Jewish people look bad. Yes, I'm 100% agree however, with you. 100% agree with you. However, 
the problem is where you're coming from is antithetical to what the message you're trying to say is. Yeah. The message Maybe being all propagated. Try- yeah, what I was the trying- message being propagated by Tucker Carlson no. are conspiracy theories well, and you- lies. How many? Let me time- ask something. How many times have you by corporate media? Okay, can I ask you a question? How many times? Yes, how sir. many hours of Tucker Carlson have you watched in your life? Eight, ten, probably in total. That's all I really needed to see. Okay, and, 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 and the, you, you, I could do highlights of like a football player when I'm looking at their stats. But awesome. then it's like, I could show you the propaganda. I know he the propaganda he puts out, but I also know the real things he puts out. All I'm saying the was, propaganda uh, is white nationalist propaganda, which no, is antithetical no, to America. No, no, the foundation no, no. I'm not going to agree with you on that. On that, I won't agree with you on. I'll agree with you on a lot of things you said that I won't agree with you on, you know. So what um, Tucker Carlson propagates no, and white no, nationalist no, rhetoric? No, ab- that's an absolute fucking made up bullshit. Wrong. Okay, that's just fucking just a way to to. to that's like the f- you know I used to always say they push the left pushes the uh, the right pushes the fringe on the left the left pushes the fringe on the right and then they put pit, pit, pit each other against each other to get people out to vote. Okay, totally in the conspiracy theory that there's a Jewish sponsor to invasion. Of the, from the southern border, there, absolutely, there is an invasion on the southern border. There was a hundred thousand people trying to come across every day. You don't call that an invasion? I, that's okay. The in, okay, the invasion is not what I'm focused on. Yeah, who funded that invasion, Mike? The scumbag Soros. I know that, but okay, you can't. You, yeah, but you need to learn Thank you very much. It's, you it's can't. You got to Jewish learn. Listen, you need to understand. Okay, just because okay, somebody I, says they're Jewish doesn't mean they care about Israel or they care about. Okay, okay about they're this, they're Mike. far left crazy Jews. Okay, they don't represent Mike, my, me. Mike. You know what I'm saying? Mike, There's, we're having a great conversation. Yeah, yeah. you're getting too emotional. Locked on the issue. Yeah, don't get emotional, man. Theory. I used That's to be like you. Fault. That's my fault. Okay. I want to get back on track. Yeah, let's get back on track. Back on track. We're, we're Bernie and Trump, right? Yeah. That—that's my argument. Listen, Bernie I'll be honest Trump. with you. This, 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 I'm glad that Bernie. I mean, Bernie would have has a shot at beating Trump. Biden has none. Okay, I'll agree with you. Bernie there. has a shot at getting Texas. Okay. If, if Bernie and Warren can make a coalition in some backhanded, she's dumb not life, though. She's a fucking insider too. That was running as a left. I wing. know. Listen, okay, let's, she let's, proved that last week. Th- listen, listen. There are her other surrogates. Mm-hmm. Who can work as a coalition with mm-hmm. the center left, right? Including Julian Castro, Tammy Baldwin, even like Mike De Blasio. Like, holy shit! Like, yeah. not really, but no. But the first two for sure. Yeah, where you can make a coalition of the left. Yeah, Julian Castro. Can you tell me where he is from? Mm, Mexico. I mean, I don't know. Ouch! But. Texas. Thank okay, you. Okay, so yeah, um, I don't So know, I if don't he runs with a progressive out of Texas mm. in the general election against Donald Trump, you just listen. Lose you, not only, only this is the thing. This is not listen. only Wisconsin, in Michigan, in Pennsylvania, in Ohio, he will lose Texas. Listen, it's and real. There is no I love your for Trump to win if listen, he loses Texas. I love your passion. Okay, which is great. I used to have that passion and it kind of took over my life. So I, I've backed way off. Okay. And there's a lot of things you said. And I'd love to actually talk to you. Um, so give me a DM on my on my Twitter and I'll uh, call you on the phone. And we'll actually 
talk about other things because I got to go and get some other callers. But I love your passion. Absolutely. And I, and I love the fact that you, hey. uh, what you're, listen, there's, there's a lot of policies I agree with Bernie on a lot. Okay. But I, all the, the thing that I don't agree on and I'll never agree on is open borders. You cannot give free health care to illegals, free health care to everyone, and then say open borders, everybody come in. That will destroy the entire okay. country. That's my, that's my, we can uh, have that conversation yep. when we uh, get you on the DM, brother. You got it, buddy. Hey, I appreciate an open and honest conversation. You've got, I you appreciate you put your passion, your heart man. On the line. You yeah. put your heart on your sleeve, and that's respectful. And I appreciate no your passion. I agree or disagree. You got it, buddy. Thank you, man. It's good talking to you. Hey, absolutely. Have a good one. Bye, Peace. Mike. Later. All right. Well, that was, uh, that was a very good interview. I, I mean, listen, I, um, uh, a very good phone call. I mean, I, I appreciate his passion. Um, and and uh, listen, uh, I if honest to God, if Bernie Sanders didn't fucking back Marxist communist people over and over and be a socialist for 40 years and say that he's going to come in and fucking tax the people that make 56,000 a year, 55 percent. OK, uh, then uh, so many things he talks about is right. When he talks about the corporate elites dominating our country and running this country, he's 100%. The billionaires control everything. The Soros of the world control everything. Everything he said is true. The thing he doesn't understand is, you know, it's like people, and, and, and this is where they're, they're very uninformed, is they, uh, it's kind of like, like the Muslim people. You have like the Kurds and you have the, uh, whatever different parts of Muslim people and then they put them all together, which is wrong because they don't know. And like George Soros is a far left Jew that makes Jewish people look bad. Like when people talk about the Jews running the country and, and taking, they're talking about scumbags like Schumer, the senator, the fucking, and people like George Soros, okay? But there's there's like, eight different types of Jewish people, okay? Or five, no, I'm sorry, five different types of, of, of the Jewish people descent. And uh, that's where he's just a little uneducated about and he just needs to learn that. But uh, I can understand, you know, his passion and uh, yeah, he's right, you know? And, uh, but uh, I can't, the country's built on American values, on American dream. It's built on people coming into America with nothing and in 20 years they're millionaires. Okay, uh, with Bernie Sanders as a socialist, where he's taxing everybody between fifty-five percent to eighty percent, he'll break, bankrupt the country, and uh, and I, that's a fact. I mean, when you want to tr- spend eighty trillion dollars and the entire GDP—that means the entire amount of money that everybody in the country has—is twenty-seven trillion, you're going to bankrupt the country. That's the bottom line. That's what me and him will we'll debate later on. So I appreciate his phone call either way. Um, so, uh, listen, you know, I appreciate people who, uh, who are, uh, you know, passionate, you know, um, and, uh, the, you know, I, I respect everybody's views. I think it's very important. I tell people all the time, you know, you get a lot of, um, people on the left, they don't respect your views. And, uh, that's what's wrong in the country right now is when we had, um, uh, I'm going to try and get off politics a little bit here. Maybe we'll get some poker phone calls here. Uh, but when we had, uh, you know, um, fuck, I lost my train of thought. Oh, when, when the founders, were, you know, were made, they they didn't have Democrats and Republicans to fight. They had Democrats and Republicans to come up with different ideas to help the American people and move the country forward. 
You know, you have to ask yourself, what ideas are the left running on besides Orange Man Bad? Okay. The only ones that I've heard come up with ideas are Bernie Sanders, which I think are extremely far left on half on most of his policy positions. And um, Andrew Yang, who came up with the universal basic income, which I thought would have been great for the country. Uh, And he called out, you know, how the Democrats gutted middle America and you know, they didn't want, they don't want somebody on stage telling everybody what the, what they did to the middle America, you know, so that's kind of what's going on. So anyways, uh, Hey, we got another call. Let's see what we got going on. Welcome to the mouthpiece is Mike. Hey Mikey, I was your first caller when you were looking for poker questions. I actually have one more okay. for you. That's all right. Yeah, go ahead. Um, iPad. Uh, do you, do you, I know that you think the coronavirus is nonsense, but do you believe the world? No, I don't believe it's nonsense at all. I don't believe it's nonsense. No, not Do you believe attendance? Or not nonsense, but like the hype is obviously way overblown. Way overblown. That's what I mean. Like the yes, I think yeah. the. Hi- do you I, believe the attendance this summer will be severely impacted, mildly impacted, at the World or not Series? impacted at all? At the World Series? It's a, yeah. you, know, you know it depends. That's three months away from now. Three months away, this thing could be gone. You understand? If it's sure. if it's mutate and it gets to where there's a hundred thousand infected and 200 people a day dying, it's going to be half, okay? But I don't think it's going to be anywhere near that. And I think, uh, I mean, I I really believe they have it under control. And I do believe it's under control because because Trump fucking restricted travel ban when this thing first came out, you know? And and the other places didn't. That's how it got spread to Italy. That's how it got spread to South Korea. You know, it's how it got spread to Iran from the people from China, you know. So, you know, but the, the people won't give Trump credit for that, you know. And listen, when Trump does shit that I hate, I call it out. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and it's important to not be just a MAGA person and just think that everything Trump does is perfect because, you know, it's, it's okay. not. You know, that's why I had Scaramucci on the show. You know, he, you know, there's, you know, he used to be, you know, really good pals with Trump. And, you know, now he hates him to death. But I respect his views. You know, I expect what I respect sure. what he had to say, you know, and I and I do understand a lot of the things he's right. I hate that Trump calls out American citizens on Twitter should never be, you know, yeah. as a president. OK, I hate. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing I hate the most. You know, I hate that he over little minor little shit he'll tweet about. OK. And and I do respect the town hall that I watched him out yesterday. I thought his answering his questions were good, you know, and they, one of the guys, he was a Democrat and been a Democrat his whole life. He voted for Trump in 2016. And he said that, um, you know, because he liked his immigration policies, he liked, you know, his trade policies and everything. And he asked him, you know, about the rhetoric, you know, about, you know, they talked about, you know, Schumer going after Gorsuch and whatever. That was just incredibly insane the other day. You know, he talked about Trump's rhetoric and he said his answer was really good. He goes, listen, he goes, if I don't keep the rhetoric up, we lose. We have to fight. We have to fight against the fake news every day. And it's the truth. I mean, but sometimes, but he he takes it too far. I understand he has to fight, but he doesn't have to pick fights with Arnold Schwarzenegger over ratings of The Apprentice. Okay, so uh, 
You know, I'll never forget when he first got elected. Like, I thought it was a joke. I thought they were just fucking with each other to get the, to make people, more people watch it. I didn't know that, like, and now after four years later, I see how he's gone over after people, you know, for no reason, you know, but some, a reason it's just for who it. he is, man. Yeah, yeah, listen, the guy's a fucking brass New York bi- billionaire. I mean, when you're in the real estate yeah. business in New York, it's a cutthroat motherfucking business. And in the country, like he said, he goes, I thought it was fucking a bunch of how cutthroat the, the, the real estate business was until I come to Washington. I didn't realize how everybody will backstab the shit out of you for anything. You know, and listen, I, I've met a lot of higher ups. Uh, I've gotten to know a lot of really good people in, in the political system. Um, and so the more I get to know, the more I learn, uh, the more I, I kind of try to figure, figure out what's going on. You know what I mean? And uh, listen, Absolutely. The, the coronavirus is, you know, it's just it it's going to be it, it, it will be a year before it even gets up to the amount of people that the flu kills every day. You know, and and they're drowning out the fucking horrible fucking tornadoes that happen in Nashville. Nobody yeah. was talking about the like thirty people have died. That's three times as many people have died from coronavirus. Okay, in the U.S. Yeah, and, I had and, no idea there was a tornado. Right, and I knew when it happened. I tweeted it out right away because a friend of mine who lived in in Nashville tweet texted it to me, and he said, "Oh my God, tornadoes just hit." He showed me pictures of like this pizza place that was completely gone. This was like at the three in the morning, like three days ago, right? And, uh, you know, nobody, I mean, even when Trump went to visit there today, you know, to con- you know, console the people of Nashville, whatever, you know, nowhere, nowhere on mainstream media. I mean, you'll see it on Fox, but nowhere else because they're, they have an agenda. It's, it's gonna be coronavirus 24 seven till the election or until it goes away yeah. because this is what they do. Or until they find something else. Until they find something else, you know what I mean? And uh, yeah. listen, I like the last caller I had on. I really respect his passion, and uh, it's but re- and we're able to have dialogue, you know. Yeah, and it's good to have dialogue because you have to in this country have dialogue. You can't just say, "Orange man, bad, go fuck yourself." This is the way it is. Okay, you have to sit down and talk with people. You have to talk to people about about you know the country. Why do you feel this way? Okay. Forget, don't tell me, don't just regurgitate what you saw on the news. Why do you feel this way? You know, why do you feel this way? You know, and then you debate people. That's what, that's why, you know, news people at places they debate, they have people from the left and the right come on and have debate. Okay. What's broken down in this country is, is, is there is no debate no more. A good friend of mine, uh, Eugene Katzloff, top poker player, you know, he told me, he showed me a chart of our divided Congress, where we were in 1941 and where we are today, right? And it's like the blue and red, there is no mix of dots. Like even 10 years ago, there was a mixture of dots, okay? Now it's completely mi- no no mixture of dots. So basically, when they're sending people into office and they're electing Democrats to help, you know, the people in their in their districts, they're not going to do anything to help the people. They're told what to do, they all line up, period the same with the right they do the same thing i don't think they do it as bad but they do it they do it a lot okay because they're nobody's about helping the american people they're all about enriching themselves that's why what the last caller said he's right you know he's a lot of things he was right about you know i'm not going to deny it you know what i'm saying i'm not going to be a fucking partisan maga person say a guy's crazy no he's right you know but where bernie Sanders, i mean it when bernie sanders fucked up was flipping on immigration 
Okay, he was yeah. lock, stock, and barrel with Trump in 2016 on illegal immigration. Not quite as hard, okay, but he was still all about we got to control our borders. And this year, he because he was listening. See, this is what took, people don't understand. What took Elizabeth Warren out? What took Bernie Sanders out? What took them out is going too far left because they're listening to the Twitter crowd, which the Twitter crowd is 10% of the population and 80% of the tweets are by 10% of the people. That's what took sure. them out. Dude, Warren pulled several the- of Bernie. Several of Bernie's supporters are anarch are anarcho-communists. Like they're, they're they are. Most boys. of them are. And that's what scares me because these people aren't rational. These are the Antifa wing of the party. These people are fucking crazy. And that's why Bernie, if you notice, right, like when, when Biden won South Carolina before Super Tuesday, which I never in a million years thought that even if they coalesce behind Biden, that this walking dead person could possibly win a state. But that's beside the point. Um, and I feel bad for the guy because I've heard that even though, you know, he's an insider and he's fucking lined his pockets with millions or whatever, I've heard he's a, actually a nice person. So to watch a guy be put on stage that can't keep two sentences together and now he's going to yeah. be the nominee is it's what they're telling you is they don't care about if he wins the presidency. They care. All they care about is holding the house. It's all about holding the house. Yep. That's it. As long as I hold the house, Trump has no power. That's all it's about. That's why they're running Biden. They felt that they're going to lose the house. Almost certainly will get impeached again too. Yeah, they're they're going to they're going to they're going to. That's why they 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 run. That's why they got they're running the house. Now they won't if when he gets reelected because what are they going to impeach him for? You know they're not going to get him out of office like it. They didn't have anything this time. You know they had nothing this. Yeah, well that's the thing. They wasted six months of the American people's time because they knew that they can never get 60 votes. So why did they do that? They did it to try and damage him politically. And instead it backfired because they had no case. You know what I'm saying? They, everything they yep. were trying to push was just debunked. You know what I'm saying? So, and the Ameri- and that's why po- Trump's poll numbers went up 10% after impeachment. It wasn't because they the, the, of the impeachment. It was because anybody who watched the trial knew that they're pushing something that wasn't there. You understand what I'm saying? Yep. So, you know, and and and, and, and listen, Pelosi, you say what you want about her. You can say she's evil. You say whatever. She's as fucking sharp as can be politically. And she did not want to do impeachment. She was pulled by the left wing of the party to do that. She insisted, she, you know, and she's and, that sharp. Why did she rip that speech up? Because the optics on that were so shitty. She, because she thought it was going to make her again. That was a, she's losing it a little bit, too. You see how she can't keep two sentences together. Okay, but yeah. You, I, yeah, again, you have to ask yourself who at 84 years old is fucking trying to be the, the second most powerful person in America in politics. Like when I'm in my 70s, if I'm playing another hand of poker in my 80s, fucking shoot me. You know, I, I hopefully I have enough money. I'm just traveling the world, enjoying my life. All these 75, 80 year old people trying to get power. You have to ask yourself why. You know what I'm saying? Why did Diane Feinstein run for re-election? She's 87 years old. That was last year. Okay, wow. you know, for what reason? You know, it's about thir- it's money. It's fucking money. It's China money on both sides. By yeah. the way, fucking Bloomberg, Bloomberg, Biden, uh, all those fucking anti-Trump Republicans. Fucking, they're all about the money with China, man. That Trump's trying to cut off. It's all it's about. But. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, back to poker for a second. You don't want to be the Doyle, like chilling in Bobby's room at 82? No, but you know, Doyle, 
you know, he's had a lot of health issues. And uh, like he said, if I don't play, I'm going to die. You understand what I'm saying? So, you know, they don't play. Yeah. I think they play like once a week now. Um, you know, he's really, okay. he he, I mean, he might not even play that much because now he's got a grandkid. He's in La La Land with the grandkid. So, uh, yeah, you know, him and that. Todd, and they don't even play, you know, uh, the grandkid has replaced him playing every day in Bobby's room pretty much. You know what I mean? And uh, so. Yeah, I can uh, see that. So well, God bless him. That's a good him, choice man. for him to make. Certainly. Yeah. You know, I'm, uh <clears throat> You know, I'm hoping I can fucking find somebody that wants to have a kid with me because my girlfriend don't want to. But, uh, you know, if I had a kid, I'll, I'll be, uh, God, uh, my life would be so much better, you know. Than well, I, want to, I, I, got, I got two. I can tell you this, man. The amount of poker you play goes down a lot when you have kids. Yeah, sure but that's okay, play. man. I'm done with poker, man. I've been done with poker since 2008. I was retired and done. Then I had to start grinding again because I was left penniless overnight. And then I had this injury. If I didn't have this injury, I mean, fuck, I made like $2 million in 2013, you know, but I, I took all the money I made. Yeah. I had only had half myself. I paid back people that I owed money to, and uh, and uh, the guy who was staking me told me he'd never, he'd always have a million dollars behind me. I'd never have to worry about nothing. I bought me a new car. I was living life good. And then out of nowhere, I get this injury, and he quits staking me right because he decides to stake another high poker player, which I told him not to do, who lost $2.6 million. And that's why he had no money to stake me. Wow. And that's how I ended up in the spot I'm in. But you know what? I don't have to, depending on anybody. I lived off 100 bucks for two years in a row. I got through it. I got a bank. I got money now. I'm on my way back, and nobody's taking me down. And the people I owe money to, they're just going to have to wait because I'm not going to just give out everything I win so I have nothing, and then I lose two days in a row, and I'm penniless. So uh, I'm doing good now. Hopefully at the end of this World Series, I'll be a millionaire again. Everybody will be paid, and the rest is fucking history. So, uh, you know, uh, I can't complain. I called in with a a poker question, and we ended up getting into politics. Yeah, I don't know. You've got to admit that part of it is you having politics on the brain. Uh, Yeah, that's why I had to get outside today, because I was going crazy, dude. I... um, I, uh, you know, kind of like the guy who called him the Bernie supporter, you know, I get passionate and I get, I let it take over me. And, and like, even he, he had to control himself. I'm sorry. And I do the same. So it's very important to, uh, to separate yourself from politics or else it just, it's just very unhealthy, very unhealthy. Yeah. It's just theater for me, dude. I just I just look at political Twitter as uh, entertainment. Honestly. Yeah, well, it, it's it's just like poker Twitter. It's all entertainment. You know, it's all funny. Yep. You know, twi- you know what I tell people? All right, Mike, go ahead. Keep on. What, what uh, you one, one more thing I'll tell you, and then you get to give me that poker question. I tell people, Twitter, if you fucking hate your life and want to be miserable, go on Twitter. Because the fucking, all it is is negative, 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 negative. Nobody says a positive thing on Twitter. It's fucking just despicable. Yeah. All right, I'm done with that. Okay, give me your public question. It's pretty rough. Um, if I wanted to learn mixed games, what re- what training resources or study resources would you recommend, if any? Are there anything well, out there that's good? I am... Uh, like, oh, like 08 or something? I am opening... Um, it looks like now, because I'm working on my book, that it's, it'd probably be after the right. World Series, but I am going to start... Right. Uh, I figured, listen, I wasn't ever going to teach anybody mixed games, uh, and I wasn't going to teach anybody Omaha 8 or Stud 8 or any of those things and all my secrets, but, you know, I figure if I start a teaching site, you know, people know how good I am in mixed games, especially in split games. Um, I probably, maybe I'll make 500 to a million off the teaching site and I'll give out all my secrets because um, poker's tough now. And um, uh, yeah. I, the thing I've learned is grinding the mixed games every day 
um, if is is tough is tough because you know the people say what you want like the poker economy the tournaments are up but cash games just just are really shitty right now so unless you get into some really good home games so i found myself for the last nine months i i've played one session of mixed games where i used to play uh three four times a week mixed games because it's all i ever did my whole life that's how i made my living uh and i've been playing all no limit hold'em and i've been getting in good games and i've been playing good i i think my no limit game is real sharp right now um uh i'm working with a gto person working with tristan wade on uh, learning like GTO, oh, uh, and I want to see where it takes my poker game if I can be one of the top ten no limit players in the world again. So, but it's going to take a lot of work, and um, I know that. that. That's a tall order. That's a tall yeah, order. There's a, a tall, lot of super geniuses. Yeah, there. there is. You know, and I, the thing is, is, is I play once a year at the World Series tournament. These people play every fucking day, and um, yep. like even like LAPC last year, I finished twenty seventh. I thought it took a really bad beat. You know, I played with two people who I thought were better than me, and uh, one of them finished seventh. And that same person's at the Bryant, the final table this year, and that's uh, uh, Cam- Campbell, Jake Campbell. You know, I played with him, and I played with Darren Eli- Elias. Those are the only two I thought played better than me. The rest, I played with about ten or fifteen sure. who I thought were about equals of me, and on the rest, I thought I was better than that. And and that really surprised me. You know, I thought that that everybody, so many people were, and the same yeah. when I played the WSOP when I finished 199th this year you know i it was the same thing i kept playing with people that i just didn't see the what i thought were so many more players that played that much better than me now i'm not trying to prop myself up i know i need to learn a lot but i've never i've never ran a simulation on nolan and hold not one in my whole life these guys run thousands of them a day you know what i'm saying so you know, I'm, right. I'm going to kind of learn this. Uh, I don't want to really know if I want to put it into my game, but I think it's important to understand what other people are doing. So I think that's the most important of what I'm learning. But uh, I'm a field player, man. I mean, I don't care what anybody says. My instincts, my gut tells me when I'm beat every time. And it's sure. not it's not always right, but it's right about 90% of the time. And that's something that, thank, thank the good Lord upstairs, he fucking gave me. Because uh, I didn't, he didn't give me oh, much. Okay. He didn't give me much of anything else. <laughs> but uh, you know, I, I appreciate that that I that I'm able to, you know, even to this um, day, man, my gut tells me when to pull the trigger. When I don't do it, I was I'm always right, right? Or my gut tells me yeah. when to fold or call, and it's it's really right. And what what happened was is after the injury and the, the uh, meds after I had my surgery and stuff, I just stopped following my instincts because. I, you know, because of all the meds I'm on and my brain kind of flips a little bit. And, and, uh, when I, and when I quit following my instincts, I was really struggling. Now I'm just back following my instincts and, uh, everything's been good. So man, I appreciate the well, call. That's good. And the solver, uh, the solvers and the pio shit is, uh, for the people like me, the mortals like me who don't have that feel. Right. And, um, agree. Agree. And I tell people so, all the time, if you fucking do the solvers and you learn GTO, you will become a winning poker player. Okay, but you will not become a great poker player unless you're born with those instincts. Yeah, you know, can't teach that. That was something TJ always said. That TJ always said that there was a feel that you just had to be born with. Right, there is, and I have it, and I thank God every day for it. And uh, you know, um, hopefully, I'll uh, you know do see by let's see where you know see where it takes me when I start working real hard on it. Yeah, man. All right, my man. Mikey, I am going to be out there in late. I'll be out there in late June for the call. All right, come up and say hello, man. Come up and say hello. 
Take appreciate care. it. Later. Good night, Mike. Good night. All right. Well, this was a uh, a really fun episode of the mouthpiece as we've done this uh we've been on for about two hours uh we got to talk a lot of politics a lot of poker uh didn't get to really talk about this uh game i'm kind of watching it i see the lakers are down by three uh i'm a diehard laker fan i really know that the lakers have to win tonight so uh you know we'll see what goes on um so fuck everybody over at the gpi and um, we're going to uh, wrap this up tonight. I appreciate everyone who's called in. All my listeners, I love you all. Don't let politics control you. Learn a lot. Stay humble. Don't worry about the coronavirus. Just wash your fucking hands. And uh, don't be in a panic mode. And uh, you guys all have a great weekend. Take care. The Mouthpiece.